thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, Mali Bragashantara. You want to lift up your hands and just give praise to God this morning? We can never give him praise enough. You want to lift up your hands and just give praise to God? If your heart is with God, then lifting up your hand becomes very easy. You want to lift up your hands and give praise to God this morning. come to lift your name on high. We come to bless you. Lord, we have come to the throne of grace. At the throne of grace, the Bible says that we can find the mercy and obtain grace that will help us when we need it. Without any doubt, Lord, we don't want disgrace in our life, so we need grace. We need grace for where we are going to because we have never been there before. We need grace for the place that you are taking us to. We've never been there before. We need grace that we see us through. We need grace to carry us through. We have come to the altar, the place of the throne of grace. Lord, we ask that we will obtain mercy this morning. And that we will find grace today in the name of Jesus. Where you find a good amen, just double the blessings to God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, blessed Father. Anoint my leaves and Lord, let the words that I speak connect with the hearts of those who hear. And Lord, by that connection, bring to pass what you want. We have asked you for an encounter. Let this moment be an encounter moment in the name of Jesus. Thank you, blessed Father. Jesus' name we pray. Somebody shout a good amen if you can. Hallelujah. God bless you. Turn with me and um, thank you, Pastor Joseph, for the privilege to share. Um, turn with me to Exodus chapter 23, 20 to 25. That's where I'm going to be sharing from. We've prayed all prayers this morning already, so when I finish, we'll still pray, but it will just be us praying in the Holy Ghost. I was meditating on that, and I was listening to somebody talk about that, Dr. Miles Monroe, talking about the subject of prayer um, it's not everybody that talks that I listen to. Um, I don't listen to popular preachers. I listen to revelational people. And I always, I mean, I don't go with popularity. I go with revelation. Revelation is very important. And that man has depth of revelation that many people don't understand. That's the truth. So many times the prayer we pray actually does not get to God. If all the prayers we have prayed are answered in Nigeria, we will not be where we are today. 
will be a better lot. If it is by the prayers that are prayed, we will be far, far better than where we are. But there is a lot of prayer that doesn't go anywhere because a lot of people don't even understand the subject of prayer in the first place. So, but I was listening to him and I, I know that, see, when, when you colonize the people, when you colonize in a country, just like when Nigeria was colonized, there are certain things that immediately began to happen that we didn't understand. They took away our dressing. They took away our food. They took away our language. They gave us English. When God colonized the earth, he took away our dressing. He took away our food. He gave us the communion. He took away our language. He gave us speaking in tongues. So that's the connection between here and there. It, it, it has to happen. And that's why the church is not just a people together. It's actually a kingdom. If we don't see it as a kingdom, we don't understand. It's a kingdom. It's a kingdom. That's why you can call us kings. Until recently, there was somebody who has right to the throne in England. But he could not ascend the throne in England. For as long as the king is alive, what happens to the heir to the throne? He remains subject to the throne. He will be there, but he remains subject. If he had died, or if the king, queen had not died, he would not enter that place forever and ever. The only way you can help him is that you create a colony so that you allow him to be a king of somewhere else. Not in that same place. In the same vein, when God knew that we were kings and priests and he wouldn't make us kings where he is reigning, what does he do? He colonizes the earth and he makes us kings and priests in that place. That's why we can be called kings and priests. And as kings and priests, there's a language. That language is very important. Prayer is how you petition. If you read, I was asking my daughter, because my daughter is in a final year in law, I was asking, what does the testament mean? Because many of us look at the testament as, testament is actually a legal language. It's a transaction. It's a legal language. So there are some things that you have to bring before God before you can say you're actually praying. So all those prayers that have no bearing to the Bible, honestly speaking, God doesn't answer. He doesn't even answer. So I pray that we'll be able to, and that's why, of course, praying in the Holy Ghost helps you to pray what God already has in mind. If there's anything I'm asking God, Today, especially, is God, let me want what you want. Let me want, want what you want. It's very good to have a desire, have a goal for 2023. But if your goal matches the goal of God, you can be sure that victory will happen. So I hope that you are in it. Now let me read Exodus. Okay, it's already up there for us to read. Can we read it together if you don't mind? Let's take it from 20 to 25. I mean, good to read everything, but let's just take those few. Can we read it together? So see... I don't know what you are giving me now. Do you have NIV? If you have NIV, let me have, let's have NIV. It's clearer there. But if you don't have it, that's okay. Um, that means what I'm reading will be different from what you are reading. Okay, fine. Let's read this together. See, I am sending an angel ahead of you to guide you along the way to bring you to the place I have prepared for you. Verse 21. Pay attention to him and listen to what he says. Do not rebel against him. He will not forgive your rebellion since my name is in him. If you listen carefully to what he says and do all that I say, I will be an enemy to your enemies and will oppose those who oppose you. My angel will go ahead of you and bring you into the land of the Amorites, Hittites, Perizzites, Canaanites, Hivites, Jebusites, and I will wipe them out. Do not bow down before their gods or worship them or follow their practices. You must demolish them and break their sacred stones to pieces. Verse 25. Worship the Lord your God and his blessing will be on your food 
and your water, I will take away sickness from among you. Praise the name of the Lord. I wish you could go on and on and on, but this is it. Now, um, we are going to also look at Psalm 23 um, from verse 1 to the end because it ties with that. But you see, the Bible says, see, I am sending an angel ahead of you. I am sending. So it's something that God has made up his mind to do already. It's not a debate. I am already sending an angel ahead of you. And, and, and you see, when you are traveling or when you are going somewhere, there are two people that can be of very great value to you whenever you need to travel. Two people. One of them is called the travel agent. If you need to travel, you need a travel agent who is probably going to arrange your travel ticket, who is probably going to get you to, who might be nice enough to lead you to the airport, who might be nice enough to show you the plane, help you to do your check-in, do your, everything you need to do. But one thing about the travel agent is that the travel, the travel agent never travels with you. He would always stay behind. He gives you your ticket and then he stays back and he watches you as you go. He might even wave you. He might even be nice enough or probably have enough contacts and connection to be able to get to the tarmac with you. But he never travels with you. That's why he's called the travel agent. But there's someone else that could also help your travel. And that one is called a tour guide. A tour guide is different from a travel agent because a travel agent knows the way but a tour guide goes the way. The tour guide will not just take you to the plane, but the tour guide will actually get into the plane with you and travel with you. God says, I'm not going to be your travel agent. I'm your tour guide. I am sending my angel ahead of you. Not only is he going to go ahead of you, I'm sending ahead of you that he will bring you to the place. God has a place prepared for you in 2023. Only three people got that one. God is a prepared God. I heard Pastor Joseph saying here that the devil prepared. And that's the truth. He learned it from God. God is a prepared God. He's very prepared. Very prepared. God is never taking her back on any account or on any situation. Never you think that something is happening. Some people think that God is sitting there in heaven and is wondering, what am I going to do in Nigeria? I'm a little bit confused. I didn't know that Boko Haram was going to come. I didn't even know that Buhari was going to act the way Buhari is acting. I'm not too sure. You know, it's not, God is not uncertain about anything. That he has not told you is not because he's uncertain, because he doesn't want to tell you yet. That he has not shown you is probably because he's not ready to show you yet. Because many times, you know, some of us will say, we are delayed, we are delayed. It is if you know the timing that you know that it was delayed. If you don't know the timing, how can you claim delay? What do you mean by delay? Who told you the time? Where did you get the understanding that there's a time somewhere that you're not saying that I was delayed? Who told you 30 years is your own time? Did you ever have a discussion with God? Did God sit down with you at any point in time and tell you that everybody will graduate at, 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 after four years and you will also graduate after? Did you have that discussion? If you didn't have that, if God didn't give you the time, excuse me, never, never you talk about delay. You are not delayed. You are not delayed. Don't talk about delay until you have sat down with him to find out what is the time. If he tells you the time, then you can talk about delay. So many times when people are talking about every delay, my life is hereby suspended. I'm just wondering. Talk about the time first. If you get the time, you'll not be talking about delay. Anyway, let's not bother ourselves with that. But God says, I'm sending my angel. I have prepared the place. There's a place prepared for you and I. My prayer for you is that we will get to the place that he has prepared for us. 
but he prepared you. And he said, I'm sending my angel ahead of you. What is the assignment of the angel? To guide you and to bring you to the place that I've prepared for you. This is a great word of encouragement. And the reason it's a great word of encouragement for me and for you is because where we are going, nobody has been there. I checked on Google and I discovered that there's only the place that we get to 23 first is called Kiribati. They are not yet there. They'll be there in about two hours. Another two hours they'll be there. Right now it's about 10 p.m. in Kiribati. So in two hours' time, Kiribati will be in 2023. So nobody has entered, nobody has been there yet. But there is a God who says, I am the beginning and the ending. There's a God who knows the end from the beginning. He said, I will send my angel ahead of you, then my angel will bring you. And I don't know how the angel is going to do that, but it's only God that knows. He said, he will go ahead of you, then he will bring you. Which means that the angel will enter the place, then come back and lead you there. Because I'm not your travel agent, I'm your tour guide. I'm not just going to allow you to go through it alone. No, I'm going to go with you all the way. Day by day, minute by minute, second by second. That tells you clearly, number one, that there's a place prepared for you in 2023. I mentioned that before, but let me emphasize. There's a place. God has not left you without a place prepared for you. There's a place for you. There's a place for you. Specifically for you because you are his child. God understands. He knows where you are coming from. He knows everything about you and he has prepared a place. And he's telling you, 2023, I'm not, I didn't bring you here just to leave you. There's a place that I've prepared for you. Number two, number two, God says, I will, my angel, I'll send my angel so that he will guard you, guard you, which means that God himself is protecting you. He covers you. He covers you, he protects you. One of the things that gives me confidence in life is the fact that, look, God is my protector. See, a lot of times you can't even really protect yourself. No matter how hard you try, you can even try, but the truth is that there's no security anywhere. There's no security anywhere. You just cannot even, you, there's no real security anywhere. Sometimes, people have been killed by themselves, not because they plan to kill themselves, but it just happened and they just went. So real security is in God. That's why David said, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He's the one who leads me. He's the one who, his rod and his staff, they comfort me. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. What is God telling you there? It is a shadow of death. It's not the reality of death. See, many times when we see shadow, why are you afraid of shadow? It's a shadow. Though I walk through the shadow of the valley, I will fear no evil. Why would I not fear any evil? It's a shadow. I'm not supposed to be afraid of shadows. Praise God. So God goes along with you to protect you. Number three, God, I mean, number three, you will not lack direction. That's the way I wrote it down here. You will not lack direction. When God is going with you, you will not lack direction. That's why I say he leads me. He leads me. And that's, that, that's, that's comforting. God leads me. God leads me. See, there is a God. The Bible says concerning him that it, it says that the path of the righteous. The path of the righteous. There's a God who leads the righteous every day. He, he takes you where you need to be. My prayer for someone here is that may you follow in the way that God will take you where you need to be part time. Because there are some people that where they are is not where they're supposed to be. It looks happy, it looks nice, but that's not where they're supposed to be. But if you are where you are supposed to be, everything will come together, everything will be in place. 
You will not lack direction. Because as the year starts, everybody starts with excitement. Somewhere along the line, it's like everybody loses direction. No, no. And, and one of the biggest challenges of life that I see today is that so many people, young and old, are just wondering, what am I going to do next? What am I going to do next? What am I going to do next? So you see a lot of times, people wake up in the morning, and you see so many people sitting around. In, in some, they, they just don't know what to do next. Why? Because they don't have somebody leading them. But God says concerning someone who is listening to me, I will lead you. Amen. I will not just lead you, I will lead you besides still waters. Why? Because Amen. there are troubled waters. There will be troubled waters, but I will lead you beside still waters. And when I lead you beside still waters, what will happen? You will lie down in green pastures. Not struggle for green pastures. You might not be able to say amen to this one, but I pray for you. You know how to this year coming. Because there are some things that people advertise. They are even boastful about it. Hustle your hustle. Increase your hustle. Do your, why should I be hustling? No, I don't need to hustle in this life. No, hustling is not my duty. It's not my job. It's not my time. I don't, I don't need to hustle because the one who needs to hustle has already hustled for me. I just do what he has already written down and I flow. I mean, I mean, fish doesn't hustle when it's in water. Even the birds don't hustle when they're in the air. Somehow the current carries them. Check out the birds that fly. That's why, you know, the Bible says that, look at the birds. They're more valuable than you. They don't gather, they don't, they don't do anything. But somehow, me, I'm their heavenly father, so I prepare, I prepare for them, I provide for them. You will not lack provision. Amen. I'm not happy with your Amen. amen. You will not lack direction. Divine presence awaits you. That's what it says. Divine presence. I mean, I should have taken that one first. Because many times, that's where we miss it. Divine presence. See, when you are conscious of the presence of God, there are so many things that you would never do. Never do. When you are conscious of the presence of God, you will just never do many things. Many things you will never do. There are places where you are that because of the consciousness of that place, there are certain things you just will not do in that place. If there's anything that anybody should ever desire for 2023, is that the presence of God will be with you every time. Honestly. I don't know if you have heard this story. It sounds funny, but I mean, three fishes who decided to make a request. One said, whenever there's trouble around, just give me wings so that I can fly out and no, nothing will, I mean, I'll just get safe. The other one said, well, for me, give me eyes so that when trouble is going, I will see the eyes and I will see the trouble from any direction and I will be able to escape. And the other one said, well, all I want is just be with me. They all got what they wanted. When trouble came, this one just flew out. But you know what? The moment he jumped out of the water, there was another bigger trouble waiting for him in the sky. And that one swallowed it. This one had so many eyes because that was... His request. And you know what? Because he had so many eyes, he looked so beautiful, so all the trouble was coming. And of course, it was swallowed up. But the other one stayed. He said, just be with me. That's what matters. When everyone came and they looked, the trouble came, they saw somebody standing with him, and that was the end. If God is with you, the Bible says, if God be for us, who can be against us if God be for us? That's, that's what we need. I've been doing a study on, 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 on Exodus, and I, 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 
I just love reading those Bibles, you know. You know, I, I'm not very good with reading through the Bible in a year. I, I don't know how to do those things. I'm trying, but it's hard. It, it's difficult for me. And if you are like me, please be, be calm. No problem. You are okay. You are fine. There's nothing wrong. There's no scripture that says read through the scripture in one year. No Bible passage says that. Uh-huh. Some people read through the scripture in one year. The scripture does not read them in one month, in one, one in their whole lifetime. So I just take whatever is calling my attention. I read it. I understand it. I stay there. If I show you my Bible, I read. I read um, a soft copy of the Bible. I read this online thing, but you know, I, I still like the paper. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There's a feel of the paper. You know, I write it and I take my pen and I write it. I circle it. I underline it. I cross it. I write my notes on it. So every year I buy a new Bible. I love it because I've, I would have written everywhere and I just love that. It's just me. Don't worry. It's not, that does not mean that I'm old school. But even if I'm old school, it's not your problem. It's my school. <laughs> not your school. It's not your school, it's my school. So let me be my old school, it's my school. So don't, be, don't worry yourself. Praise God. Praise God. So I was reading, and the Bible says when, when God was taking them out of Egypt, he went in front of them, and he went behind them. When it was time to give them light, he gave them light. When it was time to give them, he, he was giving them everything they needed. Why? Because he was always with them. Always there. When God is always with you, that's what happens. That's what happens. You can always turn your ears to him and ask, what do I do here? What happens here? God is always with us. If there's anything that we need to do, is to make sure that this coming year, we carry that presence. Because when you carry God's presence, you become a man of reference. You become a person of preference. People can't escape your presence. The moment you come, they know that somebody has come. Because it's not about you, it's about who you carry. When they want to touch you, you see, there are so many of the prayers that we have to be praying all along, a lot of times. I just wonder, hear what God says to us. God says, my angel will go before you. He said, if you obey him, listen to him. He said, I will oppose those who oppose you. I don't have time to pray against my enemies. I use the time to be with God. <laughs> if God be for us, you got it. I know you're very intelligent. All I need is to have him with me. Let the opposers come. He said, I will oppose those who oppose you. He is the one who takes on that duty. It is the duty that God has taken for himself. So what do I do? Just let me have the presence of God. That's why I love that song. Leave me at the altar with my father. Leave me at the altar with my father. Just let me. If I have him, I would have every other thing that matters. The presence of God. Another word that came from that place of comfort is the fact that in 2003, because the angel is going before you, he will expand your coast. He will enlarge your coast. He will enlarge your territory. See, God loves you the way you are, but he loves you too much to leave you the way you are. He wants to expand your coast. And I know that we're in the moment of everybody wants to travel out of the country, travel out of the country. But there are some people where you are, God is going to enlarge your coast from that place. From that place. He's going to enlarge your coast, expand your coast, expand your territory from that place where you are. And you'll be touching places that others, I mean, very, very funny. Not too long ago, I went to the U.S. I, I had some travels. By the time I came back, I was telling somebody that, oh, I went to so-and-so place. Yeah, I've never heard of that place before. I went to there. She said, I have been going to the U.S. 10 years. 
but where you covered in one journey, I have never covered it. And it's true, because where I went to, you probably have not heard about it. It sounds like <laughs> the place called Kilin. I'm not sure you see, you're laughing now. It's called Kilin. So you're wondering, is that not in Africa? It's not in Africa, it's in the US, it's in Texas, precisely. And I'm planning to go to another place. I just heard the name and I was amazed. It's called Okolo. <laughs> Excuse me, it's in Florida. <laughs> but God expands your territory, He can enlarge the space that you are in. And I pray for someone here. Now, in 2023, God will enlarge your space. Amen. See, God is a God of territories. And we need to understand that God is a God of territories. He wants to expand your territory. Don't just sit in a small place and say, God, this is just enough for me. God doesn't want to give you enough. No way. That's why I read my scriptures. He doesn't want to give you enough. He wants you to have so much that you can take care of other people. That will be the story of your life. Of course, when I I read through that, I discovered that one of the things God is saying is that prosperity will become your portion. Let me me read this this part. He said in verse 30, Exodus 23, 30, little by little I will drive them out before you until you have increased enough to take possession of the land. In this year, 2023, God will increase you massively. God will increase you greatly. So I will establish your borders. From the Red Sea to the... Let's leave all those parts because, I mean, Red Sea and all that does not concern you and I. But God is saying, I will establish your borders. Wherever it is, there is your borders. I will establish it. So don't be surprised if God takes you out of tech and from tech moves you into banking. Moves you from banking. You don't need to go anywhere. You're just there, but you're just spreading. You're just spreading. You're just spreading. You're just spreading. And everyone is wondering, how many businesses are you running? I'm running this. I'm running this. I'm running that. I'm running that. And I wonder, how come you're running all these things? God is expanding your territory. Getting you into places that you never thought about. Places you never, you never considered you could enter into. And you're wondering, I know nothing about tech, but you're already investing in it and making money from it. You don't need to know anything about it. You see, one of the things about this, like people, think, you, people pride themselves about things that they don't need. You pride yourself about knowledge. I know this, I know this. Excuse me. Those who reap from a field actually know nothing about that field. That's what I've understood. They don't know anything about the field. They don't know anything about the field. I was watching, uh, um, um, I don't know if you saw this, uh, Tesla is bringing out a phone, and I was looking at the phone and all that. Elon Musk doesn't have to be in the phone industry for him to bring out the phone now. All he needs to do is just get people who know how to do it. And what did he do? Just saw a guy who is good in Apple, hey guy, what's happening to you? And he gave him a vision bigger than Apple can give him. That's all you need. Actually, that's all. That's why vision is critical. If you give anybody a vision bigger than they have where they are right now, they will move. Vision moves big people. The bigger the vision, the bigger the people. I hope you know that. The bigger the vision, the bigger the people. So you get a vision, and you just go, let's go and do something. And this guy just says, okay, let's go there. Now they are talking about, we want to have a phone that can connect to Mars. Apple didn't think about that. Now, that's one of the things that offends me. Why is it that believers cannot think about Mars? Why is it that we can think about heaven and we cannot think about Venus? Why can we think about heaven and we can't even think about the next village? God wants to expand our coast. You know, if we, if we don't do it, unbelievers will do it. You can tell them they don't have the spirit of God. 
there is spirit in man. The inspiration of the Almighty gives him understanding. <laughs> That's for another day. But here the Bible says two things because I need to wrap up now. There are two things that the Bible talks to us about. Like two warnings, like two things to avoid. Number one, he said you should not rebel against him. Don't rebel against him. And I had to study the word rebellion and I tried to check it. I'm not here to hit you on the gospel. I'm just here to give you what God is saying. Don't rebel on him. What does it mean? It means disobedience, non-conformity. Rebellion has become a part of many. Many lives just say, okay, no, I just want to go the other way. I want to be different, but for what sake? For what reason? I don't want to be the same with everybody. I don't want to be a conformist as it were. I don't want to do what everybody is doing, but in what direction? I won't do what everybody is doing, but I will do what God is doing. You know, many times, one of the things that we do is that we ask God to bless what we are doing. But you know what? Why don't you just do what God has blessed? Which one is, instead of going to God and say, oh God, bless this thing. Just look for the thing that God has blessed and enter into it. Mary gave an advice. I call it the greatest advice anybody has ever given. Whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. Because when you do what he says, you will see what he does. He said, be careful. Listen to him. In Deuteronomy, the Bible tells us, he said, he said, we should hearken diligently to the voice of the Lord our God. Please, can I beg you, as you proceed into the year that God is bringing you to, please always make sure that you don't move without listening to the voice of God. Let him say something that moves you. Let it be what he said that moved you. If God's word is what moves you, you will change your world without knowing that you are changing your world. God's word. Never make a move. So let your mind be on the fact that, look, whatever God says, I am going to follow. Anytime we take an action deliberately against the word of God, we are actually moving against our destiny. We are actually moving against what God is doing for us. So it says, number one, do not rebel. Pay attention to him. Do what he says. Number two, he wants us against idol worship. And somebody is going to ask me, we don't do any idol worship. But the truth of the matter is that we allow a lot of things to take the place of God in our heart because it's a matter of the heart. We allow so many things to take the place of God in our heart. Anytime you make a decision or a choice that is against God in your heart, you are giving room to that thing to become God for you at that moment. And idol worship will always take people away from whatever it is that God has prepared for them. If you read the story of Moses and Aaron, you discover that God told them something there. He said, because you did not honor me before the people, you rebelled against my word. Therefore, though there's a place I've prepared, you will not be able to enter that place. Rebellion will keep any man from what God has prepared for them. So, idol worship. Once your heart is, and, and the reason why, let me close on that note. The reason why God, you know, I was just thinking about this, this relationship that we have with God. And I don't know whether I have thought about it enough to share it, but you see, the relationship we have with God is like a love affair. 
That's how it is. The Bible talks about Jesus Christ and the church and talks about the church as the bride of Christ. Talks about Jesus Christ as the husband of the church. So, and then I read somewhere again, I'm sure you've read it, that God is a very jealous God. So you put them together and just wonder, if God is jealous, why is, why is he then talking about this? It's just very simple. I love you too much to share you with anything or with anybody. I just love you too much. The love that I have with you, for you is so, is so heavy. I can't share you with any other person, precisely. That's why God says, please don't allow anything in your heart that takes number one place before me. Thou shalt not love the Lord thy God. I mean, thou shalt not love any other God besides the Lord thy God. And that's why he says, when you love your God, Lord your God, love him with all your heart, with all your might, with all your strength. Too many of us love what God gives more than the, the God who gives them. Too many times. That should not be our way in 2023. Praise the name of the Lord. Let us rise to our feet and we're going to just take some time to pray. Those two were just additional, as it were. To say, God, God is saying, I'm taking you somewhere. Please be mindful of these two things. Because you will see other people practice it. You will see other people do it. You will see rebellion before your eyes. You will see people worship other gods. You will see it happen. But make sure that you're on traction. Somebody was asking me the other day, I said, talk about distraction. I said, no, I can't talk about distraction. Because before there's distraction, there must be traction. Put the traction in place. So that the distraction will not come to you. You need to be in line with God. You need to be in line with God. You need to make sure that your life lines up with God totally. But if we don't line up with God, if we don't line up with what God is saying, if we don't allow our lives to line up according to what God has in store for us, at the end of the day, we will not get the best of what God wants for us. We will pray and pray, and we will say God does not answer prayer simply because we did not line up. Whenever a car loses alignment, that car begins to wobble. If you know how to drive a car. Why does life wobble? Because the life is not in alignment. If your life is in alignment, it will not wobble. I want you to talk to God in the place of prayer. And I know that this is not one of the prayers that everybody wants to pray, but I know that there's somebody here who is going to pray because we came in together, and I'm sure that your heart is here. Lord, I want my life to align with you throughout the coming year. Let my life align. Let it just align. That's not one of the prayers that we... we just, just let my life just align. Align. Let my life come into alignment with your life. Let my life come into alignment. Let my life come into alignment with whatever it is that you have in store for me. Let my life align with you. Free me from rebellion, Lord. Free me from adult worship in the name of Jesus. Rakushana mabranu sekete riambraga ha. Lekebo sua prada baga shika ladada. Rakosi prana mago sontoria. Lord, lekamo sua prana mago shekete ria. Likabarosa. Lord, oh God, let my life line up with your life. Rikabalu senti abranosi. Rikakakababosa. Rakaya Baros and Tabriada Gaboske, Reka Kababosi Kana, Yekakumanaga Shanteria, let my life line up. Ikabaruba Santa Briakaba, Lekaboro Santoria, let my life be in alignment with yours. Rakabashika Marado Sekelian Bradoshi, Rakakakaba, Lekaboshu Kanamian Raboski, Rakakababa, Liprobo Supranabaga Secretarian Brahatu Sangaya. Lekete kebosha, rakabaya baro sonto vrada baga, 
Thank you, my Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. You know, the Bible says in the last days, the love of many will wax cold. What does that mean? That means that rebellion will continue to, you will see it everywhere. It will show up everywhere. It will look nice. It will look good. But you know, there's not everything that glitters that is actually good. You lift up your voice. Lord, save me from rebellion. Save me from rebellion. Set me apart from rebellion. Because that, those places of warning are very important. The other things God is said to do them already. Lord, keep me from rebellion. Keep my heart from rebelling against you. In the name of Jesus. If I were you, that's a place to really pray. To pray passionately. Keep me, O oh God, from the spirit of rebellion. Thank you, my father. In Jesus' name we pray. Now, do you know why I think you should pray this prayer? Moses and Aaron were great men of God. They did massive things. The miracles of Moses are yet to be, I mean, they are very heavy. Yet, God said he rebelled against my word. With all that they carried. Rebellion is a spirit. can pounce on anyone at any time. And in the world we live in right now, it's everywhere. People just want to do their own thing. Just want to do their own thing. And I'm, I'm sorry, I mean, if I, if, I, if I touch your sensibilities, or I touch your religiosity, or touch something like that. But it says, senseless things are going on everywhere, all around us. Senseless things. And thank God, I mean, thank God for social media. Thank whoever for social media. Both ways, it just has a lot of troubles and all that. It's good. It has a good side because, I mean, I was watching service while I was coming right now. So I was seeing that's a good part of it. But there's so many terrible things. So many things that you look around and you're wondering, what's wrong with our head? Are we going crazy? What are we doing? And we see, you know, it's gradually. See, God said, little by little I will drive them out. But you know what? Little by little they can also encroach your life. Little by little they can also enter into your destiny. When you look around, I mean, thank God for Wonderful things. Oh, somebody wants to get a massage. But I'm looking at that, and someone is doing his body scrub, and one man is scrubbing the whole body of a lady, and he's saying, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. What is matter? Matter is anything that has weight and occupies. Excuse me. If it occupies space and it has weight, it matters. But we play with it, and gradually we do not know, because it's the little foxes that actually eat our vine. It's not the big foxes. That's the truth of the matter. Lions, if a, if, a, if a number of ants get on a lion, the lion will die. You can't bite the ant. Your teeth is not sharp enough to bite the ant. But when they get on the lion, it's gone. It will just be invited. It will even help himself to be killed. I need you to pray. Whatever rebellion is out there will not eat my destiny. It will not eat my life. Go ahead and make that your prayer. It will not eat my destiny. It will eat my life. It will not. It will not come on me. It will not fly on me. The spirit of rebellion will not take me over. Ripasua tragadi kanano sheketi angraba lekababo kusente diambragu sheketi dia rekaya banana santa 
Ikabaluza nabanda sweke tekelebo shakaya Rika kaviko barakan sote ni ambragaya Rakataba rosike Reke kekebo shete ni amangadaroska Rapadoko sonto bradiba Lika kavika manabasata brano sheke In the mighty name of Jesus Rakosha karia banamasante ni Rika kakaba Lipranu wa sento ria branamagasakantu abrana Yeke kekeba brosheke Laprana masakati abragoska Lord, thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. One more before we navigate to the other side. My prayer for you is that the love of God will fill your heart. My prayer for you, which I want to make, make you to make your prayer for yourself, is that nothing will take the place of God in your heart. <laughs> you know, in your heart, in your heart. There are many people who come to church. But God is not in their hearts. Many. They come to church, but they are not in touch with God. God is not in their heart. They come to church. I mean, I dare say that there are people who are pastors, but God is not in their hearts. You know, when Saul came to the leadership, he said, the, the, the people whose hearts God has touched, they came to him, which means that there are people in Israel whose hearts God has not touched. There's nothing you say. Their heart is just there. And I jokingly say, I hear people say, he broke my heart, she broke my heart. If your heart can break, Something is wrong. Because the kind of heart that God wants to give you should not be broken. Why? It's a heart of flesh. When it hits the ground, it go balance. It go balance. But if the heart is a hard one, when it hits the ground, it go break. I'm sorry, I know you're in Nikoi, so don't mind me that I use worry language more. Eh? When God fills your heart, your case is settled. When God is all in your is all is in all of your thoughts, your case is settled. There's a passage that says God is not in any of their thoughts. They may even come to church, but the place of God in their heart has been taken away by other things. Even when they're in church, they are thinking about something else. I want you to lift up your voice, Lord. Take your place in my heart. Take your place in my heart. Fill every space, every corner. Fill every space. Fill every corner. Take your place in my heart. Ira basheke liabrana maga sato branaga rakosa kabiara boshika yekati babrano shika labrano siaka na mama lika poso koto brani basaka ni abandaraga. Raka kakaka, libra baga sata brano sheketeria, likra banama sota variantaga, reka kaboro sekete, ilebronomo shekeviana magasata, raka ya barosa kalyam bradoska, in the mighty name of Jesus, raposo kotoria, reketekele, limbradoska, Lord help me, let me love you, let me love you, let me love you, raba sakayaba, libra baso kotoria, nigaya barosketeria, let your love. Fill my heart. Ikabanomo sete niagaya. Let your love fill my heart, Lord. Ikrabanosika lekaboshekete niangaha. Let your love fill my heart, Lord. Ikambrobo seke niagaga. Ragabaya kanamagrada osheke. Lipra da vosupra namagaente. Let your love.
now fill my heart in the name of Jesus. Ratas konto brani bashante bala leka bosotoria. I see that you are praying. Please keep it on. Keep it on. Let your love fill my heart, Lord. Let nothing take your place in my heart in the name of Jesus. Let nothing take your place in my heart. Lika bano seketeria. Let nothing take your place in my heart. Ikabrono shekete brana in the name of Jesus. Thank you, my Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. One prayer I think that you need to pray, that I need to pray also, is what God has promised us and we can bring it to reality in our life. God said, I will send my angel, he will go with you. Can we ask him, Lord, every day, let your presence show in my life. Let your let me Let me tell you, praise the Lord. Let me tell you a little story before you pray. Several years ago, I went to the bank with one of my, several years ago, long, long time ago, I went to the bank with one of my pastors. My pastor, not one of my pastors. My pastor, actually, the one whom, uh, who preached to me and I gave my life to Christ, Pastor Peter Amekena. So, we went to the bank and um, those were days when, I mean, <laughs> wonderful days. God will always bring back those days in Jesus' name, sometimes. You know, we went to the bank and, and he was going to collect some money and he got to the bank. We were standing together and the woman who was supposed to give us the money, you know, those days when he didn't have anything, I mean, I'm talking about like 25 years ago, and the woman who was supposed to give me money, counting the money, and then she looked up, and she dropped the money, and she went and asked somebody, say, who is that person, who is that person? That was when she got to realize that he was a pastor, and she gave her life to Christ. We didn't preach. What happened was, I think, and I believe, she just saw the presence of God, and she could not contain herself. When you carry the presence of God, nobody will oppose whatever it is that you are doing. When you enter a place, nobody can say no to you. Because who says no to God? Who says no to God? Because the presence goes with you. I remember some years back, I was, in, I was taking a flight from Abuja. And the flight was shaking. And there was one lady there who, she just, there was an empty seat where I was, she just left where she started. She just sat next to me and she held my hand. I said, ah, what's the, she said, ah, ah, once you are here, this one can't crash now. Let's be going, you know. That's just what she believes. Just, you are here, so this can't can crash. And truly, truly, you know, when God is in the plane, how can it crash? We heard our daddy, that Gio, talk about how he was in the plane and God just told him, go and sleep. And he slept. And by the time they woke up, he was where he was, after eating somebody else's food, who was not able to sleep. He landed where he wanted to land. Why? He carried the presence. When you carry the presence, people will go after you. They will go after you. And you see, the presence is not only you carry it for fellowship in church. To be a pastor, so that as you are driving, they'll be pursuing your car. No, 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 no. It works in business. It works in architecture. It works in banking. It works in tech. It works anywhere. There are places and things that God can do in your life by the anointing. Anointing is not just for church alone. The truth of the matter is that the anointing is not for falling down. The anointing is the teacher. The anointing teaches you all things. So there are things that you don't know in 2023 that when God's presence with you, you will just know. He can solve mathematical equations. How can you write an exam and fail when you are a child of God? That's an insult. It's an insult to the God who you carry. When you are with the, in, the, in the presence of God, there is what I call spiritual origin. Lord, what is the law of atomic blah, blah, blah? Oh, remember, son, when we are doing it together, blah, blah, blah. Nobody is going to query you for that now. You didn't bring it into the hall. Praise God. Or maybe you just sit down there and then God just creates a screen. Only you can see. And just shows you how, that's why he said you bring to your remembrance what you have read. It just shows you where you were in class and the teacher was, you are sitting down. You didn't bring it in. So those who are bringing things in don't actually understand how to do it. I can bring it in, but it doesn't have to be physical, it to be spiritual. Can we go ahead and talk to him? Lord, let your presence be with me. 
Moses said, if you will not go with us, we don't even want to go at all. Your presence. In the year ahead, I just need your presence, nothing else, nothing more. If I have your presence, I have everything I need. Your presence, it's heaven to me. Lord, I need your presence. I just need your presence in my life. I just need your presence with all that I do. Yes, Lord, your presence. Your presence. Whatever will deny me of your presence, Lord, take it away. I need your presence in my life. I need your presence in my life. I need your presence in my life. Lord, I need your presence in my life. In the name of Jesus, your presence, O God. Your presence, O God. Your presence, oh God. Thank you, my Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Because of time, we need to wrap it up quickly. I've, I've shared with you the comforting word that God brings to us. You have direction. He will go with you. He will protect you, guide you along the way. He has prepared a place for you. I want us to just pray in the Holy Ghost. Put it, bear in mind these things that God has in store for us. The Bible says when you don't know how to pray or what to pray about, I say the Holy Ghost comes and he helps you. That's your advocate talking to you. You go to the court of law and your advocate comes along you and brings the strong reasons, brings the strong case. And say, look, for this reason, for this reason, this cannot happen, this cannot happen, this one will happen, this will happen and eventually you win your case because there's an advocate. Can we just pray in the Holy Ghost for the rest minutes that we have? Just go ahead before I just agree with you in the place of prayer. Ragaya <laughs> Ragaya 
Mama, Irabamu Setekele, Ikababrobosquada, Igrabababosa, Yakaboro Shuntoriaga, Ikarabama, Yigarianani, Rakaya Barobosiaka, Yikarababa, Leposopo de Robosquadaba, Irabashano, Lekayababa, Irama Shekete, Lekebo, Rabasata Branamaga Sukanaya, Ikaka, Libranamosia Tangaye, Rabashika Labanima Babroske, Rabababa, Irabashika Labarobosento, Lekaposcotoria, Ikabarobo Soto Bruno, Ikapopocodo, Rakayakaga, Rabasocotoria, Irabadia Kunamaga, Irakaga, Ireboro Seke Rebaba, Yakakoka Guana, Yagabronoske, Lekakaevaros Contoria, Egababosa, Yabos, Canana, Yarana, 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 Sede, Lekabarosia Rabaga, Ikarabanimaga Shante, Labosia Daga, Ekeke, Rekereboros Conto, Rabadaba Hanto, Rekerebo Seke Yabara. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. My Father, my God, I stand with your sons and your daughters this morning in agreement. Lord, your word says that you are sending your angel ahead of us so that you bring us to the place that you have prepared for us. Where we are about to enter, nobody has been there before. We don't even know the way. We don't know what's going to go on there. But we know that you are the God who knows the way. You don't only show the way, you also go the way with us. Thank you, blessed Father, for being there for us and for giving us your word of comfort. Thank you because your angel goes ahead of us. We are not in the dark as to 2023 because your angel goes there for us. Light is available for us. Lord, we have asked of you, oh God. We pray, Lord, the spirit of rebellion will not take over in our life. I don't worship will not become our style. In the name of Jesus. Wherever you have a good amen, Lord God Almighty, show it double ways. In the name of Jesus Christ. My Father, my God, there are much that you have spoken. Expansion. You have talked about our protection, our preservation. Lord God Almighty, you have talked about our prosperity. My Father, my God, everything that your sons and your daughters desire for 2023, according to your word, Lord, release them in the name of Jesus. Make them available in the name of Jesus. You are the God who knows the ending even in the beginning. My Lord and my God, the very end of 2023 is not a secret to you. We are about to enter 2023, but you have already gone there. You know all that will happen. You know all that will transpire. So we go with courage. We go with boldness. We go with a sense of fulfillment. We go with victory. I decree and I declare. Before today is over, Lord, all that your children need for the year that is already going out, you will release to them. But what is needed for the year coming, you will release also. In the name of Jesus. I pray for everyone here as I pray for myself. The place that you have prepared for us, please open our eyes to see it. When a man is blind concerning what's going on around him, he will beg people that he's not supposed to beg. He will appeal to who he's not supposed to appeal to. He will run to places he's not meant to run to. But when our eyes are open, like the servants of Elijah, when, you, when we see what you have in store for us, our confidence grows. I pray, oh God, that everyone that is here and everyone that is watching online, you will open our eyes, oh God, to see what you have prepared for us. Let us see like you see. Let us hear like you hear. Oh God, let us what want you want. In the name of Jesus. I stand to declare on this altar, grace be available to you. 
favor flows for you. Mercy is your portion. Wherever you go, God goes there. The Lord will go before you. He will go ahead of you. He will go by your side. The presence of God will follow you. Whenever you think, whenever you talk, men will think God is talking. In the name of Jesus, you will be a bold example, a reality of what God is doing. You will be the magnificent expression of the creator. In the name of Jesus, the Lord will take you places and things will work in your favor. In the mighty name of Jesus. And everybody say a good amen in the house. If you believe that 2023 is your year, can you shout hallelujah? God bless you in Jesus' name.